On Chaf Aleph Amud Bet 21b, we quote the Mishnah Baruchay Chodashim, Vachodashamoyed Kurim Abarba. So you have called four people up to read the Torah. Barmina Ula, Merav Bar Bar Barav Merava. So Ula Barav asked Rava, he said, Pasha Rosh Chodesh, the Pasha of Rosh Chodesh, Ketzad Kurinota. Okay, how do you read it? Okay, so the way it works is that that you as as we as we saw and as we're going to see in much uh, depth now uh, we 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 had a situation um whereby uh, there are you're not supposed to uh, come and uh, read uh, more than uh, less than than 3 uh, lines into a certain paragraph okay and uh, and then also uh, you're not supposed to finish uh, um with this less than uh, three lines left, because that's the the nichnasim and the yotim, the people that come in and go out. Uh, the rabbis were very careful that uh, we didn't want them to make any mistakes and think that uh, you could not, you could finish uh, and you could read less than three verses at a time. As we mentioned yesterday, uh, you read ten verses all in all, uh, but each person reads a minimum of three. That was where we finished off yesterday. So now the question is with uh, with Rosh Chodesh. Uh, you have a one long paragraph, it's eight verses, okay, and uh, then you have a short little paragraph, just two verses, that's Uva Yom HaShabbat, uh, that's verse 9 and 10 of uh, chapter 28 uh, of um, uh, of Bamidbar, okay, and the first one is verses 1 to 8, and then there's verse 9 to 10, that's a short little paragraph of Yom HaShabbat, uh, and then you get to Vareh Shaykh that's uh, verses 11 to 15. So now the question is, how do you split uh, that reading up? Okay, and um, we, we saw a bit of this in, in Tarnit, but this is the fuller uh, discussion of it. Okay, um, how do you do it? Okay, and uh, it says, now, Ketzat um, Kurin. So first, Tzavit B'nai Israel, that's uh, starting on verse 1. Amatalem, et korbani, Tzavit B'nai Israel, Amatalem, et korbani lachmi. Right, that was the, the uh, speak to the command the children of Israel and say to them, uh, my, my korban, uh, it's just like my, um, uh, my bread, as it were. Okay, so that is, uh, th- that's the first thing. Uh, that is, um, uh, it, it says the 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 Navid. Okay, it's and it's eight verses as we mentioned. Uh, how do we split it up? So now, Nikri Trey Psukin. If you say the first two uh, readers should read three verses each, Pashule uh, Trey, then there'll be two verses until the end of the paragraph. And as mentioned, Ein Mashirin Pachot Psukim. You have to have at least three verses left in a paragraph uh, to, um, you can't leave uh, less than three verses in a paragraph in case someone would come in and, and, and assume that you can only read two psukim, okay? Nikriya uh, Barba, and if you would want to read four and four, Pashalu uh, Shiva, um, uh, then, uh, then, then that's great. Uh, you've got seven verses left uh, until the end of the paragraph, and it says Vyoma Shabbat, uh, where we said Vyoma Shabbat. That was a two-verse Havad Shai. Uh, that was just a two-verse uh, paragraph. Roshay Chochechem Havyan Chamisha. Uh, and uh, and then then it's five. Hey Kinavid, how should we do that? Nikra trei mihai lechad mihani hanach. 
uh, if you would read two from the Yom Shabbat and then one from Rosh Hashanah, that is uh, another problem. Okay, not only can't you leave uh, three verses left, uh, less than three verses in a paragraph, you also can't. And Matchilin Bapasha Mechot Mishroshapsukim, you can't begin a new paragraph and read less than three verses in it as well. Uh, because of the concern that someone comes in late and he thinks, oh, we can just read one verse. Uh, and that that would be a problem and that would cause an incorrect thought over them. So uh, so so we, we're not sure exactly how to do it. And if you should read uh, two verses uh, from that paragraph, uh, that's it. And, and uh, I mean, if you are Shabbat and then three verses in, okay, uh, then that's all that's going to be left. Uh, then you'll only be two verses left. All right, so uh, whichever way we, we do it because of the configuration of the psukim, uh, it is going to be problematic. Um, so I'm a law, uh, and, uh, and um, uh, Rava says, uh, he, he says back to him, Zulo Shamati, I haven't had, uh, haven't heard this exact problem, Kyotse uh, but I've heard a similar type of problem. Uh, what is that? Uh, and this is what we had seen in uh, Mishnah in Tanit. Okay, did uh, none, as we learned in the Mishnah. Biyom uh, Rishon, this is talking about the the Mamadot, the, 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 the the Israelites that used to come into their towns uh, and act as representatives of the uh, the, the Jewish people uh, for the korban to be brought. Uh, they used to come in and uh, and fast on certain days and uh, and go in and read the Torah. And there was the specific things that we said. What what part of the Torah reading do we actually read? Uh, and it said. Biomarishon Brashit Vairakya. Okay, uh, the 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 Mamadot would go and read um, in the beginning, okay, Brashit, which is a five verse thing, uh, the beginning uh, from Brashit, uh, the first five verses of the Torah. Uh, and then uh, the second person uh, the, the two people uh, you'd would split that up into two paragraphs and Vahirakia Bechad and uh, and uh, and then the next three verses, verses sixty eight, uh there was a, uh, a firmament, okay, that is read with one. Okay, so again, you have the same problem. Uh, we asked about that. Um, we can understand you can, one person could do it uh, that is three verses and there's no uh, obviously that fits in well the question is uh, reading uh, how do you read uh, which is a five uh, verse uh, paragraph. How do you read that with two people? Chamisha psukahavu. It is five paragraphs long. Vatanya, and we learned hakorei b'torah lo yifchot mishushab psukim. And and we saw uh, in 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 the Mishnah. If you're reading from the Torah, um, you, um, uh, you you shouldn't read less than three verses. Okay, so that's our overriding principle of here. You have to read a minimum three verses. Uh, so itmar Allah, and we said about that, and we had two solutions. Uh, if you remember, Rav Amar Doleg Ushmal Amar Posek. Rav said, uh, you have to repeat it. Uh, you end up repeating it, uh, the the verse. So you read one, two, and three, and then uh, the, the 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 second reader reads three, four, and five, uh, and it says, and and that's uh, that's what you do. Um, 
uh, repeats it. So then each of them read uh, three verses. Ushmur Amar Prosek. Ushmur says, Prosek, uh, what happens is you, you uh, read halfway through the third verse. So you read two full verses and then, then a half a verse. So it's uh, kind of a, uh, it's, it's still the beginning of a third verse, part of a third verse, and that, that, that would be sufficient. So you're not reading two, you're reading uh, three, and then, and then you just pick up uh, where you left off and read the next, so you read to one, to two and a half, and then two and a half to five. Uh, that is how you uh, do that. Okay, and now we give the reasons uh, for it. Rav Amar Doleg, Ma'atam Elo Amar Prosek. Why does he say you repeat it and you don't uh, split the verse? He says, Kasava Kopsuka Dlo Piska Psike Moshe Anan Lo Psikinan Le. Uh, any pasuk that Moshe didn't split up, uh, we don't. We're not allowed to uh, split up uh, any uh, psukim uh, that that weren't already split up. Okay, so the Gemara uh, accepts that and, and says, Shmuel Amar, uh, what's Shmuel's view? Uh, he says, uh, how does he respond to that? Psaskin and lay. Shmuel, yeah, and um, yeah. So hold on. Um, no, before we even get to that, do we say? Um, does Shmuel really hold? Uh, do we, does Shmuel really hold that we do split up verses? Vahamar Ravkinina Kra, um, Ravkinina Kra, uh, we used to talk Tsar Gadol, Hayali Etzel Ravikhanina Hagadol. I used to have a great pain with Ravikhanina Hagadol. Zolohitili, Lifsok, Ella Tsinoko Chobet Raban. He says the only time, uh, Ravkhanina, uh, the, 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 the Gadol, uh, only allowed me to split up a verse, uh, was to to teach uh, children. He didn't allow me to split up a verse for any other uh, purposes. Okay? Um, it says, You're only doing it for educational purposes. Uh, okay? Uh, children can't learn a long verse uh, all at once. It confuses them. Uh, so what you do is you, you split it up. All right? Um, and, and, and that's it. So really, what uh, we see is that uh, it's uh, because they they don't learn, uh, they can't learn something so long. Uh, otherwise, you know, th- th- that's only heter. That's only reason given for splitting a verse. Otherwise, you're not allowed to split a verse. So how could Shmuel say that? Uh, and the Gemara says, uh, well, let's look at the reason. Hatam Taimamai, what is the reason over there in terms of the school child uh, that you can't split a verse? Mishum Delo Efshar, because it's impossible to do it any other way. As you mentioned, uh, the child can't remember uh, that much. So you have to split it up bit by bit and teach them um, uh, that uh, you know each part separately. So that, that's how you can split up a pasuk. Uh, the same thing, Hachanami, what are we going to do here? Uh, there's no other way to do it. A uh, paragraph of five verses, you have to split it up uh, in, in, you know, between the two readers. We can't uh, d- d- split it up uh, without uh, splitting Achinami. No, Asha, you have to, um, you have to split up the middle verse according to Shmuel. Right, uh, and Shmuel Amar, Posek, uh, and uh, Shmuel says that you split the verse, and so now we, we say that he agrees to that because it's of the impossibility of doing it any other way. Uh, why doesn't he say uh, that you could uh, just repeat the verse? Why doesn't he allow that? Uh, and it says, no, Gezeira, Mishuma Nignasim, Mishuma Yotzim. Again, he says, because of the, the, the decree of um, uh, people coming in late and people leaving early. Okay, and that's it. Uh, the idea is. Um, a uh, person coming in uh, late and he sees us reading from verse 3, 4, and 5, he says, ah, oh, look what had happened. Uh, the first guy must have just read uh, verse 1 and 2. 
uh, and that's it. And the same thing uh, with the guy that left uh, late. He leaves after uh, the first Aliyah. So he sees the guy reading one, two, and three. And then he says, oh, you must be able to read just four and five. Uh, and that, uh, that is that. Right, and, uh, and, um, and that's why he says, I'm, I'm dividing it into to splitting it down the middle. And uh, therefore, where the guy comes in late, uh, you'll see that we're starting from the middle of the Pasuk. So he says, we've read at least two and a half verses, so n- not less, uh, you know, so it's approximately three uh, verses. It's a th- you're, in the, you're in the third verse. Okay, and, and that's it. Right, so now, um, uh, so, so now we've explained uh, what to do. And uh, and uh, it says mate So let's you know let let's uh, we we challenge this. We challenge both of them. Pasha um, shishap shishap We have a brighter that says uh, two people can read a paragraph of six verses uh, to, because you, each one can read uh, three each. Shachamishapasukim and of five verses biachid. But if it's a five verse paragraph, it has to be read by an individual. You can't split that up. If the first one read three, uh, and if you um, uh, if, if if the guy uh, if the first guy only read three, uh, the second guy comes in then reads two more, and uh, uh, from this parish only reads one from another following paragraph, and it says Okay, so the guy violated leaving two psukim over to the end of the paragraph. What can you do? Okay, so so what you do, the next guy has to read the following two um, uh, 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 Verses and then he has to read one from the from the following paragraph and there, there's a view that says no it's not enough just to read one uh, you have to read three because as we said you can't start a paragraph uh, and read less than three verses okay and that's um uh, and you know and and uh, you know so why don't we suggest uh, if if Shul Rav and Shmuel's opinions are correct nidlog uh, so why don't we say this following suggestion uh, if if a guy reads uh, three the second reader should just go and and repeat it if you say that you can repeat it as Rav said or why doesn't he split it in the middle uh, as Shmuel said. Uh, and then you could you could split it in the middle and read from there. Okay, so so that's a challenge really to both of them. And the Gemara says no shiny hatam de efshar bahaki. No, in 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 the case where it's an unspecified uh, reading, uh, you know you can go ahead and read um, further verses, no problem. However, when it comes to uh, the 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 dot reading, it's it's specifically uh, a, a set reading. Those first five uh, first five. Um, verses in Brashit. So you have to read that with two people and then uh, the, sec- the second reading is ch- verses 6 to 8. Okay, so you know you have a restricted reading uh, over there and therefore uh, it's not possible. If, however, uh, you, you, uh, you know, you're able to read more, well then that, that makes much more sense and you should read more. Okay, and that, that is that. All right, so now um, that, that is why um, you know, that, that, uh, we didn't, uh, that we didn't we didn't say that when you can read more, you should read more, and that that is that. All right, but if you can't, uh, then obviously you are constrained, and that's why Shmuel, Rav and Shmuel, come up with their different solutions. All right, so Amar Rabbi Tanchun, Amar Rabbi Yeshua Ben Levi, he says Halacha ki Yeshom Rim. Halacha goes uh, like um, the Yeshom Rim uh, that you have to read at least three verses from uh, the next paragraph, and the same thing as um, uh, we, we we saw Amar um, Rav Tanchun. 
another statement. Um, the same way, you, you can't read less than three verses into a paragraph. It says, Kach, and Masharin, also, you can't leave three verses until the end of a paragraph. Okay, so that's the assumptions that we've been uh, working with. Gemara says, Pshita. Um, you know, that, surely that's obvious. Hashta, Amar, Chalta, the Kam, Mekel, Tana, Kama. This is obvious. Surely, if the beginning of the paragraph with the first Tana, uh, and he says this is, is fine, and he said it would be fine to read uh, one verse from the next paragraph, uh, and it says, Machmira Yeshumrim, in the Yeshumrim opinion, uh, who said you have to read minimum three verses, uh, you know, it's, uh, so then leaving Shir, the the Machmir Tana, Kama, then surely with uh, leaving over until the end of the um, uh, um, until the end of the paragraph, the Tanakama, the Machmir Tanakama, he was uh, stringent and says you have to, um, you can't uh, finish a paragraph with less than three verses uh, remaining. Lukosh Kain, the Machmir Yeshimrim, surely the Yeshimrim would be. Uh, um, uh, also stringent as well. Surely that's obvious. Uh, and you would say, no, ma'adatema. Uh, what, what might you say? Nichnasin uh, shiki, coming in late uh, to Torah reading. That that is uh, more common. Okay, especially for example on a, a Shabbos mincha uh, or a person that's coming to uh, uh, daven in a um, uh, in a later minyan and he just walks in at about Torah reading time uh, and he says that that's more common. Uh, okay, shiki that is common. Yotzin. Uh, uh, but leaving in the middle of the Torah reading, uh, where you just uh, the, the manchai sefer Torah, vanafke, and just like abandon the sefer Torah and you just leave, that is not uh, you know not not common. Uh, it says Milan, No, uh, it can't happen that uh, a person comes in and and leaves late. Uh, we have to give that uh, equal sway, uh, as it were, and uh, and therefore you it's, it's uh, you just teach he taught us explicitly uh, that people could leave in the middle of the Torah reading and. That's why you can't leave less than three verses till the end of the paragraph. Okay, and then the, then the Gemara uh, continues. Uh, it says, um, And according to the first Tana, why, why, you know, what, what would be the problem about leaving less than three verses? Um, it says, you know, because of the people uh, that, that leave and think, oh, you can just do two verses until the end. Um, uh, you know, surely in the case of the beginning of the paragraph without reading uh, three verses, uh, surely you should say, Gezerah Mishuman Nichnasin. Surely you should say, uh, there is a Gezerah because of the people that are coming in. Um, I mean, um, um, uh, and they said about that, um, Band Isle, uh, one that comes in, Shailu uh, Shail. No, maybe he'd, he'd ask, okay, and, and he'd say, listen, did we just read one verse there? And the guy would say, no, no, no. Uh, we'd read it from the previous uh, paragraph. The guy asked where we are, uh, etc. And therefore, uh, you you uh, you know that that is less of a problem as opposed to um, uh, the a guy that um, you know walks out uh, and and there's no one to ask. He's already on his way to work, and uh, and then there's no one to ask, and he'll be left all confused. All right. Um, Okay, so now Shalach Rei Rabba Bereid Rabba Rav Yosef. So now we get a, a, a halacha. 
um, uh, Rabbah, the, the son of Rava, uh, sent a message to Rav Yosef. He says, So how does it go? Uh, you know, what is the aloha here? Uh, you, you split it um, uh, in, you know, you, you have to repeat the verse according to Rav's opinion. Uh, and it is, uh, he says, the middle one uh, that uh, repeats it over here. And in, in the way we do it on Rosh Kodesh, uh, it's not the middle one, it's the second guy. Uh, we, we repeat, uh, we repeat that at the beginning of uh, the, uh, uh, the, the, the Rosh Kodesh verse. So actually the way we work it out is we read um, uh, verses 1, 2 and 3 for the first reader. Uh, we read uh, 3, 4 and 5 for the second reader. Uh, and then uh, six, seven, eight, nine, uh, six, seven, eight, which is one paragraph, and then the next two verses of the next paragraph of Yom Shabbat, uh, we read six, seven, eight, nine, ten uh, for the for the for the th- uh, for the third reader on Rosh Chodesh, and then the fourth reader uh, reads of Rosh Chodeshim in verses eleven to fifteen. Okay, so that uh, is that, and you know we. we uh, we are so, uh, you know, you might not even know that uh, because of the fact uh, that, that we just got it in the back of our um, Sidrim and uh, we don't, you know, we just uh, pick it up. But if you are Elena uh, and, you, and you do it, you have to remember to repeat uh, that, that verse, okay? And, uh, you know, as opposed to someone just following in the back of the Sidr, uh, who just uh, kind of just points to the place which says Kohen, Levi, Israel, and then Ravi. Okay, so, so that's it. Okay. Now we uh, move on. The next quote from the Mishnah, <coughs> uh, this is the general Musaf. Any time there is a day of Mus- a time of Musaf, and it wasn't a festival, uh, we said four people read from the Torah. Okay, Now, what is the the, the following question was raised? Bakama. It's a, a, a public fast. Uh, how many people read the Sefer Torah? Uh, then how many people do we call up? Okay, Rosh Kodesh, Umoid, Deka Korban Musaf. On the one hand, uh, we could look at it and say, Rosh Kodesh and Cholamoid, uh, there is a special Korban Musaf, Arba. So then you read four, Aval Hai, Deleko Korban Musaf. There's obviously no Musaf on a fast day. Um, law. No, you just read uh, three. Or Dilma, maybe we say, Hachanami, Ika Musaf, Tfilo. Maybe we'd say, maybe there's no. Uh, Musaf, as in a formal prayer, but there are additional prayers. Okay, it's not not a lot, but I mean that you just say Anenu uh, in the middle of Rocha, so there is one additional Rocha over there. So maybe we would say uh, because of the extra long prayers, we should call someone else up. Okay, so that is the question. Tashma, let's try uh, answer that. Um, uh, Mishnah said uh, on, on Rosh Kodesh and Cholamoid, um, uh, you read, four people read from the Torah. Ha'atanitzibur, um, Shosha, implication is, uh, on a Ha'atanitzibur, because it wasn't explicitly mentioned, uh, you have three people reading. Aymarasha, but what about the beginning part? B'sheni v'chamishu v'shabat mimincha, Korin Shosha. Uh, it's specified uh, Monday, Thursday, and Minchat Shabbat. You read three. 
uh, uh, it didn't mention anything about a tiny tibur. So high tiny tibur, uh, the implication is maybe that a tiny tibur you would read four. Okay, uh, so uh, we, we, we start off, we say, Ela miha, leka lamashma mina. So if you just want to try work out from the Mishnah what's going on, uh, you won't be able to uh, get a definitive answer. Okay, the Mishnah um, would give you contradictory uh, inferences over there. Okay, and uh, so therefore that's, the Mishnah is not talking about that. Okay, try again, Tashma. Derav Ikle, the Bavel Batani. Derav went to, to, ba- uh, to Bavel and he came in. Um, uh, and, and it was a day of a fast, Tani Tibur. Okay, Kakrai uh, Basifra, and uh, he, he stood up and he read from the Sefer Torah, uh, and it says, Patach um, Barich, and he started reading, he said a bracha beforehand, Chatim Lo Barich, and when he finished, he didn't say a bracha afterwards. Okay, and Nafu Kula Alma and Payu, everyone fell down on their faces, they, they said Tachnun, uh, okay, um, it says, Rav Lo Nafal Al Apay, but Rav didn't fall on his face, okay, so we'll get to that part um, in a bit, and we'll see, you know, what, why why I didn't do it, uh, but really the, 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 the Gomorrah's proof uh, is we were trying to get that from the first part over here, okay, as to what, what happened with um, you know, how many people you call up, so now there are a couple of strange things about this incident, so we're going to examine them uh, on, a, on, you know, on one by one. Okay, Mikti, Rav Yisrael Kara. So on the one thing, um, Rav was a Yisrael, he wasn't a Kohen, uh, so he must have read uh, the third Aliyah uh, Kara. It says, Amatayma Hatam Dulobarich. So therefore, you, you know, why did he uh, finish? Why did he finish uh, finish off by saying a brocha? Uh, it must be Lav Mishum Debayla Mikre. Uh, so he must have been holding uh, that um, that uh, you'd, only the last person finishes off uh, with a brocha, okay? And um, uh, and, and and therefore, uh, you know, so so there must be someone after him. Uh, that, that that must imply that there is a fourth person, okay, and uh, there must be a fourth one. So, uh, so the Gemara, you know, the, the question would be really, you know, why well, I said a first one if, if if you don't interrupt it. But anyway, uh, the next, um, uh, so the Gemara answers law. Um, uh, Rav bekahane uh, kara. So the Rav read the first portion, uh, which is usually uh, reserved for Kohanim. Uh, uh, it says hi Rav Huna kare bakohane. Uh, it says because. Um, Rav Huna uh, would, would, would say that no, this is something we don't do it today um, but uh, what you could do is call like the Gadlador uh, even before a priest Okay, and Rav Kana would read the first reading, and uh, and Rav would also read the first reading. It's a sign of honor uh, for the for the person, you know. Like it's a guy it may technically be a kohen, but he has the gadlador. Uh, so what you do is you, you let the gadlador you call him out first. Okay, we don't do this anymore because of machloket, because the guy's going to immediately say, uh, you know, who do you think you're the gadlador? So anyway, that that's going to cause machloket. So we just call kohenim. Okay, bishlama Rav Huna kare bekohane. You can understand Rav, uh, Rav Huna uh, reading the, the portion for Kohanim. Rav Ami, Rav Asi, the Kohane, even Rav Ami and Rav Asi, who were the, the like, uh, who were real Kohanim, uh, they uh, subordinated themselves. Um, 
you know, Aradisha, Makiv, Kafai, Larafuna, they subordinated themselves to Rafuna. Ella, Rav, but Rav, Dhaika, Shmuel, but in, you know, in Rav's situation, there was someone that was his equal, at least, you know, in Shmuel. And Shmuel was actually a Kohen himself. Takana, Hafei, and Devar, Alai. So, so surely, um, you know, Rav, um, uh, Rav said, "Listen, Shmuel should go first uh, for all matters like that. Shmuel is is so great, you know. Plus, he's a queen, so he should definitely read. So, how could uh, Rav read first? Uh, and it says, no, Shmuel Nami make you have a cafe Leila Rav. No, Shmuel was also, um, uh, you know, secondary uh, to Rav. He subordinated himself uh, to Rav. And it says, and really, Rav who David Lake covered. Rav was really the one that was giving Shmuel covered over here. So both of them gave uh, covered um, to each other. Okay, there's a, a story where Rav, uh, you know, it, uh, and, and Rav, Rav had cursed him at a point in time. Uh, and then he wanted to say sorry. Anyway, we're not going to get into that now. And it says, uh, and only when he did it, it says, that was only uh, when Shmuel was there. Uh, but when he wasn't, uh, Rav didn't do this. So they, they, we could say that Rav read first in the, um, uh, when Shmuel wasn't around, uh, even though he wasn't a queen. So the Gemara says about that, um, so this makes sense that Rav uh, read first, uh, you know, and he read the Kohen's uh, Persian portion. Uh, and that makes sense because if he if he said um a uh, he said the bracha beforehand um uh, and and that makes sense because he said the bracha beforehand and he read the Kohen's portion he didn't say the bracha afterwards uh, because if he was called third as we said we pointed out that question why would he read in the middle of the of the portion he would start off with a bracha uh, so the Gemara answers that no no problem no it was after the takana which we said that everyone should uh, say a bracha beforehand uh, and afterhand so the Gemara raises the immediate question uh, if it was afterwards, well, then he should have said a bracha afterwards. Okay, you know, you can't just do one and not the other. Uh, and, and, and that's it. So the, the idea is, is that... Um, um, and, and that was also something that we'd seen yesterday. It says that um, uh, the reason that we say brocha beforehand and afterwards is also because of the, the people that leave early and come in late. Uh, and, and they would say, oh, didn't this person recite a brocha? We say, no, everyone recites a brocha. Uh, and, and the reason is, um, no, shiny, uh, that, that, that was the reason. Uh, you know, so, so why, why didn't he uh, say a brocha afterwards? And it says, no, shiny hacha. Um, it's it's different over there because uh, we said people. Uh, the only reason you'd say bracha afterwards because uh, the people uh, that leave early uh, would not uh, understand that you would have to say bracha afterwards as well. Shani yachid yativ rav yativ rav. When rav was there in shul, the meimel alay the meipik lo nafik. Uh, you know, people, you know, would, would, might come in late, okay, but they wouldn't leave early, you know, if, if you're, the Gadlador is in shul, uh, it's like, um, it's a bit flippant to come and just, you know, walk out over there and, uh, and, and you know, and, and walk out while uh, the, the greatest um, person is there and they would, they would stay out of honor uh, to Rav and therefore uh, we didn't have to say a brocha afterwards. Okay, so, uh, you know, that was quite a long proof, uh, but still we thought uh, to Proved from there that there was a a, 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 a fourth reading 
on uh, um, uh, a tiny tibur, and uh, and we said actually uh, it's not. Okay, Tashma. Uh, uh, that we try another proof. Uh, uh, this is a general principle. Um, uh, any day on which the, you're not allowed to, uh, you, the work is disrupted, um, uh, and, and it says um, uh, you would disrupt work uh, for the people. We've gone uh, and Tani Tibur and Tishbav, which is interesting because you're not really supposed to work on uh, on Tishbav. Korin Shlosha. Okay, here you have an explicit brata uh, that says uh, three people read on uh, Tishbav and three people read on a Tani Tibur. Uh, but if work wouldn't be disrupted because no one's going to work anyway, uh, um, for example, Kugon Roshay Khodashim, Rosh Chodesh, which is interesting because we work on Rosh Chodesh, but uh, in um, yeah, times of Gomorrah, it was uh, maybe you know a bit of a uh, happier day, and they used to do definitely in the times of Tanakh. Uh, Rosh Chodesh is is called uh, you know it's called a moed. They used to have um, you know they used to do less work on, on on Rosh Chodesh. It didn't used to be as pressured, um, and we also had in the Gomorrah in. Uh, um, in Rosh Hashanah, where we said, you know, why, why don't we always make, uh, you know, two days of Rosh Chodesh? Because they said no, uh, that would cause people bitter malacha. Okay, so we see that in the times of the Gemara, uh, Rosh Chodesh was was kept as a quasi holiday uh, as well. Uh, and it says uh, in Rosh Chodesh and Cholamayd. Okay, people aren't going to work on Cholamayd, uh, and uh, this, uh, it doesn't make a difference. So they got more time. Kurin uh, Arba, you read for. So therefore, we have our answer uh, to our. And Shema we learn that on, on a public fast day um, that uh, three people read from the Torah. Okay, so Amar of Ashi, Vahai Anan, Lord Tanan Haki, we didn't learn in the um, in the in the. Uh, the, the Mishnah. Our uh, Mishnah says, Ziaklal, there's a general reason, call, uh, general rule, Ziaklal, call Yom Shiaishbo Musaf, Eno Yom Tov Kurinaba. Any day where there's a Musaf and uh, it's not Yom Tov, uh, um, you read for Latuema, what does this come to include? Love Latui, Tani Tibur, Fedeshabab. Surely, you know, why does it come to add that? Uh, surely this means to come to add a public fast and Tishabab. Um, and uh, you know there are additions to the service, and maybe uh, it's, there's one of the additions that you have to add in a fourth reader. Uh, it says Ravashi manitin mani. So according to Ravashi, then who is the Tana of our Mishnah? Law Tanakama, Law Rabbi It can't be uh, the Tanakama, and it can't be Rabbi Yossi, the Tanya, uh, as we learned in Abrata, Abrata that we also saw uh, towards the end of Tanit. Chaliot b'shani mechamishi. If uh, Tishbav falls on a Monday or a Thursday. Uh, you recall three people to the Sefer Torah and uh, the last one of them actually, uh, and it, he reads the Maftir. Okay, he reads the Haftorah uh, on Tishbav morning. Okay, Bishlishi, uh, Vri, what happens if Tishbav would fall on a Tuesday or a Wednesday? Kurin Echad, Maftir Echad. You just have one person uh, reading and, uh, and he says the Maftir. That is the Tanakhama's view. Rabbi Yosem, Olam, Korin, Shlosha, Maftir, Echad. Really, um, uh, the, the three people always read from the Sefer Torah on Tishbav, and the last one finishes off um, uh, with a um, 
uh, with uh, the Haftorah as well. All right, so everyone agrees over there. Um, you know, if, if Rav Ashi makes that that, that diok, he says, who does this um, uh, this Mishnah? Uh, you know, who does uh, the, the 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 Mishnah can't go like any like neither the rabbis who say you call uh, on a Monday and a Thursday you call you call three, uh, all other days you call one, uh, and. Um, um, and of course, I can't go. Like Rabbi Yossi says, no, all the time you read three. So if you're saying you read four on a tiny sibur, who does that go like? Um, um, Ella, uh, Kasha, Zerklal. No, you would, uh, you know, if you only read, you only have uh, three people uh, reading from the Torah, Zerklal. What is the general principle? The general principle uh, always comes to include something. This, you know, this is the general principle from which you can infer uh, something else. It tells you something, and you can say, oh, something that's similar to that um, I'm, I'm working out. So it says, Lo la Rosh Kodesh If three people read from the Torah, so what's it? this is the principle. You know, if you see Monday, uh, Thursday and Shabbat Mincha uh, that you read uh, three and uh, and you know um, and and then you said on 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 Rosh Kodesh and Chol Cholamayid any time there's um, actually you read four so what's it coming to include besides Rosh Kodesh and Cholamayid uh, you know that's it so. Um, it's coming to include Rosh Kodesh and Moed. The Gemara says, but that doesn't, that's nonsensical. You can't say it's coming to include it because it's already included it. Okay? Specifically, it, it, uh, you know, it, it uh, explicitly uh, says uh, four people read on Rosh Kodesh and Kodesh uh, So therefore, uh, the Gemara says, no, Siman Abba Alma, Yaiv. No, it's really giving you a Siman. Uh, uh, you know, type of way to remember uh, things are signed to remember. The Lord told me Yom Tov b'chol Hashemayid ki had a ninu. Don't say that uh, a Rosh Kodesh and a Cholamayid are the same in terms of their holiness, and that's why um, they are. Uh, uh, they're equal in the holiness, and that's why four people are called. Ella, nor came high klala biadecha. Take the following principle in your hand. Uh, call tefe le milta mechaverta tefe le gavri etera. What do you do? You say on any day uh, where there's more laws to the day, you add on extra person uh, to a person reading in the Torah. So therefore, hilchach rosh kodesh uvamoyed deika. Korban Musaf on uh, on on Rosh Chodesh and Cholamayid. Uh, there is an extra Musaf. Uh, it says Korinaba. Uh, then four people read. Now Yom Tov the Asab Basiat Malacha on Yom Tov proper uh, where you're not allowed to do any work. Chamisha. Uh, then you have five. Yom Kippurim the Onesh Karet and on Yom Kippur where um, if you would do work as opposed to a, if you do work on a festival you get lashed. Okay, um, uh, but if you do work on Yom Kippur, you would get uh, karet, the uh, anish is karet shisha. Um, there are six over there. Uh, Shabbat, deke isu skila. And uh, when it comes to Shabbat, uh, there is a, you know, you get, uh, you would get stoned uh, um, if you if you did that on Shabbat. So that's the most uh, severe form of uh, of death. Okay, uh, then uh, you would need seven people, uh, seven people reading. Okay, so as as the day gets more and more restrictions, uh, then you add more and more uh, 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 prohibitions. I mean, not uh, more and more people to the Torah. Okay. 
Gufa, going back uh, to that story that we had, Rav went to Bavel on a Tanitibur. He read from uh, the Sefer Torah, as remember, we now know it as a Kohen, and he started off with saying a brocha, uh, but when he finished, he didn't say a brocha uh, because no one would leave um, over there. Um, and, uh, and everyone fell on their faces. Tachnun, uh, Rav didn't fall on his face. Okay, so now we get to the second part of the story. My timer, Rav didn't uh, Why didn't Rav uh, fall on his face and say Tachnun? Uh, and uh, the Gemara answers, Rich of Shalavanim, Haita. It was a stone floor. Uh, and it says, Vatani, we learn in the Brata, even Maskit, Lo Titnu, Baatachim, Lishtachvotala. The Pasuk, the Brata says about that um, uh, you're not allowed to put any. Uh, special, you know, it, it literally even musket a special type of stone um, in your land, and you're not allowed to uh, uh, to bow down. It's a special type of idolatrous thing they used to carve uh, an, uh, a picture in the actual stone, and then people used to bow down on the stone. Okay, and um, it says Aleha Iata Mishtachave It says uh, in in any of the land you're not allowed to do it. Uh, you you wouldn't be allowed to bow down on a stone floor. However. Um, uh, it says, Aval ata mishtachave alavanim shabayta mikdash. You are allowed to bow down on the stool, on the stones in the Beta Migdash. Okay, Kudula, as Ula says, Dam Ula, Lu Asra Torah, Ella Ritzba Shalavanim, Bivad. You only, you're not allowed to bow down except on a, uh, you only, you're not allowed to um, bow down on a stone floor. Okay, that is, that is that. All right, so there's, um, uh, some discussion uh, about uh, about that, you know, bowing down on a on a stone floor, you know, you're not allowed to uh, uh, stretch yourself out, and even rabbinically, uh, where there's no stone floor, you you bow down with head touching the ground, uh, okay, on a stone floor, even if you don't stretch your arms and legs out, okay, if you put something on the floor, uh, that's what we do, you know, like on a Yom Kippur, uh, we put something between our head and the floor, uh, that uh, that. Um, is is the correct thing to do? Okay, so really that is the idea. You're not supposed to to touch the floor with your with your head. Okay, and, uh, and that's uh, the mats that we get on, um, or the little plastic cards that we get on Yom Kippur. Uh, everyone puts them down because he thinks that uh, they put them down on the knees, but actually it's actually your head uh, as well. All right, and uh, so so therefore. Um, uh, we see that Rav didn't bow down because it was stone floor and it wasn't in the Tibet Amikdash. So it says, Yaki, my area, uh, Rav, why is Rav special over there? Uh, it says, uh, uh, everyone shouldn't have bowed down uh, to the Shuli, they, they also know the law. Uh, and it says, no, Kameda Rav, Chava, it was only in front of Rav uh, that uh, there was the stone section. Everyone else had a. Um, um, uh, a non-stone section, and that's why they they could do tachnun that way. Uh, so therefore, So why didn't Rav go to the tibur where everyone else was, and he could have done tachnun uh, over there? Uh, we give two answers. Uh, that law by lemitrach tibura. He didn't want to cause tirchet tibura. If he started walking through, everyone would start standing up for him, etc., uh, etc. Et and therefore. 
Uh, he didn't want to cause uh, a, a thing to the community, disruption uh, to the community. Another answer, Rav would stretch out. He wouldn't just do uh, falling on the face like we do, putting our hand down. Uh, head down on our arm, uh, etc. What he would do is uh, stretching out his arms and his legs, and uh, and and you know fall flat on the ground. Uh, Others would just bend their their bodies, but they wouldn't actually lie flat on the ground. Rav actually lies flat on the ground. Could uh, Ula, and this is what Ula says. Ama Ula lo asra Torah ela pishu jadam raglam bilvad. Really, uh, from a Torah perspective, uh, you're not allowed to do that on a stone floor. Uh, you know, stretching out your arms and legs, you're not allowed to do that on a on a stone floor. So Gemara says, "Lipo al velo avid So then, Rav, what what Rav should have done? Uh, just a normal tachnun without stretching out his arms and his legs. Uh, and the Gemara answers, "Law mishani minhagai." He wouldn't want to stop his minhag uh, over there, and uh, and that's why um, where he was standing, he couldn't uh, um, you know go down uh, because there was that uh, floor, uh, the 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 stone floor. All right, um, and uh, and another another reason Ibatema, another reason why um, uh, Adam Kashuv shiny. Uh, it's different why Rav never fell on his face, and we had this in uh, in Tanit as well. Um, uh, it says Kedreve Elazar, Elazar, Amar Rav Elazar, Ein Adam Kashuv Rashalin Polapanav Eleimkein Nane Kirsho Benun. An important person is not allowed to uh, fall down on his face unless he's sure that he's going to be. Answered like Yeshua ben Nun dictive. Yomer Hashem el Yeshua kumlach get up. Uh, why are you lying down? Okay, so really, uh, you know, you can't uh, be lying down, and you know, and and Yeshua uh, uh, got answered, and uh, and and so too, um, yeah, you know, he, he, uh, if you if you don't if you're lying down on your face and your prayers aren't answered, uh, then uh, it's embarrassing. Okay, so therefore uh, you didn't feel on the on the level uh, of that, and that's why he didn't do it. All right, so now um, we just have a little bit more on on, on bowing, um, and uh, and and it's also something that we've seen recently. Tanurban and Kida, you know, what, what is it? Uh, the different types of bowing. Uh, you you have Kida, okay, which is uh, 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 It's falling on your face. Shema v'yikod, Batsheva apayim aret. Batsheva came and. Um, bowed down with her face to the ground. Uh, it says uh, kriya, uh, and then kriya uh, means arbikaim. Uh, that's bowing down on your knees. You know, when we say vanachnu korim, uh, that is bowing down on your knees. Um, and that's it. Uh, and v'kena uomer mikroa al birkav. And it says you're talking about shlomo. You finish praying, and you got up from in front of the altar of Hashem from uh, kneeling. Okay, mikroa al birkav from kneeling. On his knees. Hishtachava and Hishtachava is Zub Shuchadam Raglam, that is going with your hands and legs spread out. Shemar, Avo, Navo, Ani, Vimcha, Vachecha, Hishtachavot, Lacha Arza. Uh, how could it be, says Yaakov, to Yosef's dream, uh, you, me and your mother and your brothers come down and in front of you to the ground. 
Okay, which is uh, something the brothers probably did do, uh, uh, you know, when they're in front of Yosef. Okay, Shukida was um, falling on your face and, you know, just from a seemingly standing position. Uh, and Kriya is from your knees, bowing down from your knees. And Shtachava is where you are, are flat down, arms and legs, you prostrate uh, over there. All right, and Levi, Ache, Kida, Kamadarav, Itla. Levi once showed Kida uh, in front of, um, uh, you know, in front of. Rebbe, uh, uh, and he became lame. Okay, and that's it. Uh, yeah, you come down. Uh, you, um, you, uh, you 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 bend from your waist down, and you uh, you know you fall down literally on your face, and you support yourself uh, with your thumbs. Okay, and and then you get up uh, straight there after, uh, and then he became lame. <coughs> um, and it says, Vahai Karma Lay, was it this that made him become lame? Uh, we also had this in Tanis, Vahama Revelazar, Lola Malia Tiach, Adam Devarim Klapesh Mala. A person should not throw his words. Uh, up, uh, you know, throw words up to heaven. Okay, that's really talking about um, uh, speak. Um, you know, in in a in an arrogant way, uh, in in impudent, uh, you know, way in front of Hashem. Klape mala shara adam gadol hitiach darim klape mala v'itla. One great person uh, through these his words, he spoke not well in front of Hashem, and uh, and he became lame. Uh, Manu Levi, who was that Levi? All right, the Gemara in Tanit uh, discusses it. The Gemara in Tanit in in twenty five uh, that that says, you know, that um. Uh, Levi said to Hashem, uh, "Look, Hashem, you, 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 you all sorted. You, you up in heaven. Uh, you, you don't have to worry about anything. But you've just left your children Israel uh, to to suffer down here. So he, he was was very harsh uh, over there. So you know, surely that's what caused him to become lame. Emanu uh, Levi. Okay, Vahavahamale. No, we say." that uh, both of them caused it. Okay, so really what happened is, it's not that he immediately became lame. After he said that thing, Hashem waited until he did uh, something like Kira, put himself in a dangerous situation. Uh, and, uh, and once he put himself in a dangerous situation, um, uh, he got, became lame uh, when he did this uh, Kira. Okay, uh, the last bit about buying, Amar Rav Chiba Avin, Rav Chiba Avin says, Chazin and Luhu Labai, I saw a buyer, and it says, Verava the Matsu Atsule, they would bend their heads. Okay, it would seem that they just bend their heads. Um, they wouldn't bow down 100%. It means, you know, that's, uh, uh, you know, they, they would maybe they thought that, uh, uh, you know, uh, it, it, the decree was extended, um, uh, not just on a stone floor, but other things as well. And that's why they didn't bow down. Uh, and therefore, you know, they also didn't want to do it in public, etc. Uh, and that's, that's it. So they just said Tachnun the way probably we would uh, say Tachnun as well. Okay. Uh, we're going to stop there. Everyone should have a great day.